You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Hey guys, Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another wrap-up of Homeland, season two, episode seven, The Clearing. I am Jenna Bush. Here with special guest Bethany Jaber, who is actually in this episode, Bethany. which is awesome. Yeah, Bethany. Matt Lieberman, who is filling in, my co-host from Doctor Who, and Thaddeus Massey. Ooh, ooh, that's me. Who likes to make adorable noises? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so just so you guys know, um, we were are late today because we had a little technical malfunction, and we missed about seven minutes of the episode. We know what happens. One of those things. Was Bethany's scene. (laughs) I I came all the way here today and and we didn't get to see it, but that's all right. But you were awesome in it. I was there, so I can tell you what happened. Good. That's that's really important. Kind of amazing. (laughs) But uh, hiccups aside, it was a very solid episode this week. Oh, yeah. Well, isn't it always, though? Oh, of course. I mean, sort of ridiculous how good the show is. I mean, we say that every week, but. Um, I think we're going to start with Aileen, Eileen, and I, Saul. Sorry, I had a friend whose name was Aileen, and she spelled it the same way, and it totally confused me. Um, okay, so Saul, oh, poor Saul. He brought wine to what? an interrogation. Yeah, never... like wine and cheese. Like, is he going on a date? Like, It was a picnic. Oh, my goodness. It they was connected. a prison picnic. There's uh, transference there. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this was a really heartbreaking story, um, and it, he was awfully nice to her, but they really sort of did bond while they were in... Uh, doing that road trip. Yeah, back yeah. in the first season. You know, he was telling her all about his wife right in the height of those issues, and she, you know, she identified with that. And I think, you know, it's the same way with psychotherapy. There's always going to be a level of transference there, and he wanted to believe that she was better than, uh, you know, every, anyone would have assumed. Yeah. Also, what is the suicide count up to at this point? Hmm. It's pretty high. It's really high. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Everyone has little bits yeah, of things in jails, it and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a classic. You know, guy comes to you, brings you wine, break his glasses, slit your wrists. You know, it's just straight up homeland. Hey, as you do, yeah. as you do. But <laughs> it was sort of interesting. I think that Saul said um, that he got emotional, and he knows better than that. Yeah, he was sloppy. Yeah, is what he said. Yeah, sloppy work, Saul. Yeah. yeah. Oh, poor Saul. No, th- I mean he it was, was balling. He was. I mean. Is it really that tragic? Well, it is. I mean, you, I think. I think. <laughs> are you serious, Terry? Yes. So now we know who's insensitive. Here. Yeah. Right. Well, that would be me. Yes. <laughs> Not only did she die, she she provided him with false information. Mm-hmm. They wound up at that musician's house. Exactly. Um, she was ha- 
doing an old score from when she lived in Mumbai, and like uh, I think it was said his dad was like rude to her or something, so she sent them there. Yeah. Well, I think I think that part of the reason you bond with somebody like that is when you're going through something really awful. Sometimes just a couple hours of talking, mm-hmm. and you feel like you've known them forever. So he bonded with her. Yeah, he was going through a serious divorce. Yeah. Thaddeus has a look on his face. I don't know. I Speak mean, your mind, Thaddeus. They stuck her in there for a reason. She's... She's no bueno, guys. She's, you know, give her the window. She still provides false information. Yeah. I mean, just so she can get a window. Do you think she had... Uh, sorry to interrupt. You. No, do, go do, ahead. Do, do you think she had any information to give? No. No. Okay. No, she was useless. They were grasping at straws. You know, last right. week's yeah. attack was, you know, unexpected. They're trying to figure things out. According to Roya at the top of the episode, something is happening imminently. Yeah. You right. know, we're very, very close to a big move from Nazir. Yeah, and Roya looked really, really worried. Like, she didn't look like her usual cool self. No, she's never worried. No. But I think, I think uh, that bro. Cody is actually making her feel a little worried, too. He's actually being a little more demanding than usual. And she even said something like, you know, why are you changing? Things are going to be as they've always been. Well, he said, well, I don't like it. He was like, she was like, well, it doesn't matter if you like it. <laughs> like, where all of a sudden did you grow some cojones and think that you can come and call some shots? Like, nothing is changing <laughs> around here. So it's actually, it kind of made her look like a little suspicious of well, him. she is suspicious because uh, yeah. now that he's a double agent, he has to ask for these things. He right. needs more information for the people listening on the other end of the phone. Right. You know, but like, it used to be he was brave little soldier, you know, uh, killing uh, bomb makers in the middle of Philadelphia with a little nicely timed head crack. That was crack. lovely. Yeah, but now, you know, he's his life is on the line. His family's life is on the line. Like, the stakes for him, and it's, it's one thing that's just so great about this show, is this, his personal stakes are always increasing. They've yeah. never been higher. They were incredibly high since the start of the show, right. and now they're even higher. Right. It's, it's getting really crazy for Brody. I mean... Yeah. Everything that's going on with everything for him, especially, like, with his daughter now, mm-hmm. like... We we miss Roth. We miss you, Roth. Hi, Roth. You know, Dana. Dana is brought. She was like the voice of reason, and now her involvement in the situation with Finn has really impacted the situation with Brody's scenario. Like at first, she was just there as like a conscious. Now it's like there's a situation where yeah. it directly impacts what's going on in the big picture yeah. which uh yeah. is kind of interesting because now this guy he's like how do i be a dad and do the right thing and still do the right thing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well it's something interesting and i wrote down what he said that brody said to jess when they were discussing the fact that he did kill tom right um he said he was talking about tom and he said he went through too many things and just couldn't get right again and that, that felt to me like he was he was talking about himself he's heading I, for a fall I, yeah absolutely agree with that i heard that line today and i felt like that that almost summed up the whole series yeah um, because there, there, there's no black and white here. It's just a whole lot of gray. Yeah. And and now with Dana, now everybody has blood on their hands, right. and it's just a domino effect. Yeah. And there's no the the only way to really clear all of it up is to go back to the very beginning, and and that feels impossible, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. You can yeah. never <laughs> go home again. You can't. Well, you know what? I feel like that line actually sort of fits with everybody in the series because everyone. At, 
or they're either they've been through too much and can't get right or they're going through too much and can't get right like Dana can't go back to the person she was now that this happened right. Finn can't go back the campaign can't go back Jess can't go back after what she knows now about Brody and and Mike and all of this I mean there's so many everyone's gone through mm-hmm. so much or is going through so much that nobody can actually get back on the right path mm-hmm. so and I think Dana's really the only person who's doing the right thing at all well it's I think, true yeah I think Dana is not cut from the same cloth as these kids obviously I mean, based on Brody being a Marine and, you know, did they ever even go into, did he get recruited? Did he volunteer? Did he go straight out of high school? I just don't get the picture that he came from the elite. He just had a situation that happened to him as a soldier, and then he's been catapulted up there with the the elite and the Blue Bloods and doing all this, you know, whatever. And these are not the same kinds of people that, they are naturally. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. definitely not cut from the same cloth. So it's like, I, I, what is you know going to be? Their, their obviously their morals, their ethics, their lines of uh, what is and what isn't, what's right and what's wrong is obviously. That's why Finn. Obviously, Finn. He says you just have no idea. Yeah, you don't know. I think Finn has more of a clue of what the world they live in than than Brody and Jessica. Right. He's, less and, he's a kid. Yeah. yeah, and he also said, um, well, what we can. Like, what is it going to fix? Yeah. If we get arrested or we ruin our parents' campaign, like, what is it going to fix? Right. And to be fair, he is right. Moral relativism. Right. It's not like they're, you know, just some kids who, if they if they don't, if they say something, money will go to the family. And if they don't say something, it won't. Yeah. If they're going to take care of it, they're going to take care of it. And they'll probably throw money at them. I just wanted to point out the reason I am looking at my phone is because we got a bunch of tweets from Apollo Priestess, who tweets us every week. Apollo Priestess, yeah. shout outs. So... First of all, and we will get to this, she says, holy hotness, Brody and Carrie, and oh no, what better way to set Brody off than another? Um, And way to make Brody lose his beep over, (laughs) I I suppose I can curse on here, Um, another cover-up by Walden with his own kid, Mm -hmm. and the best conversation, Saul, when he says, how's Garland, and Quinn says, still dying, and Saul says... Or Galvez. Galvez, Galvez, right, yeah, yeah. that's right. She wrote Garland, but... Yeah. That's okay. We totally we're cool. Yeah. Um, you're not one for diplomacy, are you? No. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up because she tweeted us before we actually started the show. Sure. I just want to uh, go back to Dana for one second and just make a point that she's really she's the conscience of this show. Yeah. yeah. You know, she's the only person who uh, up until now had no blood on her hands that still wanted the the right things for everybody, especially her dad. And that connection is the reason why he's still alive right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was very, very important to him, and I think to humanizing him, bringing him back from the brink. Now to have her be disgusted with him is really going to add a level of definition to their relationship. We've never seen that fractured, and we've never seen Brody without her support. Yeah. Like, yeah. not since the beginning of the series. That's true. That's very true. And yeah. I think she's very, very important to him. Yeah. I think she also did a, the actress herself actually did a really, really good job this week. Yeah. She's, she's always a, great. She's good. Yeah. yeah I, I like the fact that she's showing a little more animation. She's yeah. not just like, yeah, no, just dad, you screwed face, up. Just, Mom, shut up. You yeah. know, it's like, she's actually got something going on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting to get, she gets to show her chops a little bit more. And as Thaddeus noticed, she was also wearing the funky boots again. Funky boots. So last week we, we've noticed that she has these crazy funky boots and she loves just, the boots. I also love the boots. Yeah. They're I like, like the elf boots. boots. I like the boots. They're kind of cool. We just had to mention that. Yeah. Um, but we could, we talk a little bit about Mike and the fact that, you know, he's being warned off now. He has it. He just can't let it go. <laughs> I know. 
Then, yeah. uh, you know, he, he just, he he had her. He had Jess in the palm of his hand, ripped away, and now, like, he just, he refuses to let go, no matter who says. You when know. a man loves a woman, <laughs> he'll tell her about the time that her husband killed that guy. Exactly. Best musical ever. <laughs> now what I is would, he I would gonna watch do? That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, he won't shut down the investigation. It doesn't matter how many people tell him. This isn't it's the not. end of that. That's not no. the end. Even mm-hmm. though Carrie told him to cease and F and desist, yeah. mm-hmm. that's the season I'm like, okay. Yeah. So now this is how I'm going to have to go about it. He's exactly. just going to find a way around everything. Anytime. You know, it's and, just giving him more information. Yeah. Anytime that he sees just a little bit of a window, he's going to try to wriggle his way through it. Because he just, he's the one who's like, he feels like a chump. He got screwed out of like his happy ending, essentially. And he did. I mean, <laughs> no he pun intended. Really- <laughs> Well played, Thaddeus Massey. Screwed well out of his happy played. ending. Yeah. Oh, God, I like wow. that, Matt. Yeah, that was uh, good. Thank Great you. wordplay. Should be a rapper. I anyway. should be a rapper. <laughs> He's All been right. a very good boy. <laughs> what is that even anyway? Why would you even say that? But, if yeah, if there's one takeaway from this week's episode, it's that I should be a rapper. Yes. Now, also, don't mm-hmm. let your kids kill people in cars. Right. Yeah. I don't right. think I don't think we should put that much weight on Dana having blood on her hands. Really, to me, it's more Finn. It's it Finn, is. but it's Finn. Like, and she's you know, it's like, dude, you got to say something. Now, the question I think we should be asking: if she was driving yeah. and Finn was in the passenger seat, would she be so quick to? Yes. Well, I think so. I think she would. I don't think her parents would be so quick no. to take her in. These are all very good moral and ethical questions. I mean, if if you were in that situation, what would you do? I if mean, you were I, in Dana's situation, that is. If I was in Dana's situation, mm-hmm. I you have some killer well, boots. If she dies, I mean, the lady dies, she dies, right? Mm-hmm. She died. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they can't bring her back. Obviously, what are they gonna do? The best thing to do is to compensate the family, do something for the family, mm-hmm. instead of acting like we're gonna get in trouble and you know take them to the side, say, look, this is yeah. what happened. We're sorry about it. But this is the situation as well, and help the family understand, and then help compensate the family for what happened and it happening. I mean, at the same, you know, what else? What else can you do? Sit with them, mourn with them. Exactly, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, these are these are great questions. There's this fabulous ethics class at Harvard that I've always wanted to take. Sorry oh, yeah. to, to just it's like a little sidebar, and and they ask these type of questions, like, you know, you could save five people's lives, or you could lose your your brother that's hit by a train what like what do you choose and I, these are the the, the questions that wow. th- that they're struggling with you know do they jeopardize their their family's love and careers or do they do the right thing how do i feel about my brother i don't know scenario <laughs> right. who's cain and who's able yeah. yeah he steals your socks he steals my socks. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. none of those five that. people have ever <laughs> stolen a thing from me. Exactly. I feel, I feel like she has blood on her hands. Yeah. Just, really? just, yeah. just by knowing. Just like, like It's like when your your mother used to say, guilty by association. Mm-hmm. Like you're hanging out with those people. It doesn't matter if they're doing something wrong, but you are guilty by association. She's forever changed by this. She's mm-hmm. never yeah. been involved with anything quite like it. Mm-hmm. You know, she smoked like, a little no. pot mm-hmm. in season one. Are, if you mm-hmm. were there when someone died, Died and they covered it up. How can oh, you ever be, expect I, to forget that? No, definitely. I, but see, as far as I'm concerned, Dana hasn't been trying to cover it up. To me, the whole time, Dana has like, oh my gosh, this is bad. Something bad happened. I feel bad. We're gonna have to figure this out. Yeah. 
I mean, there's, you know, so what? Okay, who gives a, you Reaction know, Reaction aside, though. I'm not talking about, like, what they did after. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, her as a person, you as a person. Right. If you were in a car and, and the driver hit and run and murdered somebody, killed somebody, how do you, how do you deal with that internally? That it's going to forever change well, the yeah. way she views the world you're gonna, and her father. You're gonna, you're definitely gonna feel bad about the situation. But like, what the only thing I was saying was the difference between her and Finn mm-hmm. is that she was there. Finn actually did it. She didn't. She what isn't responsible for Finn's actions. Finn was is already a little prick. Okay, by himself, he's he doesn't need a girl to behave the way he behaves. He's just a little douchebag already. So he's trying to show off and be cool, and he's speeding for no good reason. He already has the girl. The girl likes him. The girl dumped her boyfriend for him. All right, he knows the girl likes him. Yeah. Why do you have to do all this extra whatever? You're, you're He's a D-bag, you know, yeah. straight up. So he hits somebody, kills him, and now he wants to cover it up. Like, oh, my, you know who we are? Do you know whatever, blah, blah, blah? You know, the thing about it was he didn't feel bad about it. All he could do was think about losing his position yeah. and the compromised situation that he was mm-hmm. in. He didn't feel bad. Dana felt bad for being there and knowing that this situation was not being handled properly. She wasn't even really responsible for it. He could have had any chick in the car with him at that time. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely agree with you, but I think after a certain amount of time has passed, she becomes more guilty. Yeah. Yeah, because she didn't say anything. Yeah, because the thing is, it's it's a a time thing for me. But she has said something. Well, she has now, but yeah, I I know know what you're saying. She went through the proper protocol. She confronted Finn to do the right thing. She confronted him a few times. They showed her confronting him in school, and he was trying to like, look, you can't say anything, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. She gave him like two or three opportunities to come clean, and finally, they were in the car, and she's like, look, dude. Mm Mm-hmm. This is happening. This is going to yeah. happen whether you like it or not. I'm just letting mm-hmm. you know. She, she, I feel like she went through the proper protocol for someone in that situation. She did the right thing. She went about it the right way. And she even called her dad on his BS after she felt like he was going to back mm-hmm. out. So, I mean, at the, same, at the end of the day, she's still the conscious she of the show. She literally called him. Right she, she absolutely yeah. is the conscious yeah. of the she's show. Still, she's still I, doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should move on to the part of the show <laughs> that we did not see. Yay! Yay! So, first of all, <laughs> First of all, it was, it was short anyway. Yes, Very brief. But, but tell us. Tell us about this lovely they, scene that we missed. Well, they ri- arrive at the mansion. Right. Uh, estate. The estate. Um, and uh, um, merely, I, I played Diane Johnston, and, and my husband is there as well. And we're just, you know, we're sitting at the table with Brody, from what I remember. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just asking him questions, and it's, it's, you know, what a guest star is is I'm a guest on the show that day, and I'm there to push the story forward, mm-hmm. and so basically, I, Diane just asks a lot of ridiculous questions, such as like, oh wow, they held you captive, really? <laughs> How long did it hurt? Those type of things, right. which is, you know, it, I, I believe it gives. Or, or maybe it gives Brody room to contemplate. Really, do I really want to be a part of this world? Yeah. Look at these people. Right. They're, they're, uh, and and so it, it, I, you know, I'm, 
I'm there so people and 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 so Brody asked those type of questions. So and so that was the scene essentially. Right. So we could reenact it really quickly, but we don't need to. So it's basically it's <laughs> just a sequence of uh, Brody trying to win over Rex Johnston and his wife and kind of get that. And BC yeah, nod. we're 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 talking with Rex at the table mm-hmm. and and he goes to take his shirt off because I'm asking him about his like battle scars and I'm like ooh I want like I want to see them. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> I would uh, say yeah. the same this thing. This is fabulous. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he kind of feels <laughs> like my eyes upon him and is like, nah, not, not right now. I and that's when he jumps in the pool. No, he doesn't jump in the pool yet. He actually puts his shirt back on and he leaves. Mm-hmm. It's not until later when nobody's around and he's in, in a bit of solitude that he feels yeah. that he can be authentic and, and naked and jump in. Which is just such a beautiful sequence. Yeah, that really it was. was really great. It really was. Well, I actually am really curious what it's like working with Damien. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I am so... Oh, so you lucky. It was really cool. I was really... I had a... It was a great... A, a great time. Um, you know, I... I, I mean, I'm always nervous, no matter what. Like, I, right. before I come here with you guys, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a little bit nervous. But but the it could have not, I mean, it was just such a friendly set. And everybody was so lovely. And it's very rare when you get on set when people are like, come over here, meet the director, meet the producer. Usually you just get put in your trailer and it's, and it's quiet. But it was, they're just very generous. And he was very generous as an actor. Um yeah, he he stayed there for my coverage. We did the scene. It was it was really, really? yeah, it was really cool. That's dope. Right. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then Shout later, out to Damian Lewis. Yeah, he's, he's a very handsome and very. He may not be an man. officer, yes, he but he is a gentleman. He is a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. and and so nice. and um. Uh, the man who plays Rex, John, is just lovely too. So we we had a we it was it was a great afternoon. Um, there was a little funny thing that happened with um, Brody's wife. We were filming another scene. They're playing croquet, and and you did miss the big scene where Finn and Dana have it out um, yeah. in, in front of like everybody at the party. It's kind of fun, but you'll uh, see it later. Yeah, we'll see it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, and. Um, there was one take where you know she's like the 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 kids are yelling and and so Jess is walking over and it's very serious and very heated and a local high school band was like rehearsing Thriller next door so it just started playing in the background That's so hilarious. she starts dancing and yeah I hope it like makes the outtake somewhere that is so funny <laughs> That's awesome So it was like yeah we had a lot of fun it was it was a good time So this is Marina Backrin doing the Thriller dance Yeah she's just like oh my she's like goodness. walking over to her children solemnly being like what's happening what's going on you hear but <laughs> Do you realize you just made that? He is so happy. <laughs> really? He's in love with Morena. Oh, she's she's stunning, isn't oh, she? That's not the word. No, oh. oh. be okay, oh, sweetie. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> gonna be okay. Yeah, it's all well, gonna be okay. Namaste. Well, one of the other things we missed was a scene between Carrie and Brody. Yes. Yes. Outside. Oh, yeah. they apparently yeah. got very handsy, or just yes. very hands-on. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I am looking forward to seeing that when I get home. Yeah. You did get to see Quinn's, Quinn's bare ass today, though. That is true. Okay, yeah. yes, let's talk about Quinn's bare ass. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's just a subject I happen to enjoy. Um, Six, seven out of ten would would squeeze. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a fair, fair I assessment? I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, that was sort of an interesting scene, and I know that um, Roth, who is not with us today, um, 
we we believe that Quinn and Carrie are totally going to hook up. And totally apparently, do it. many many people believe this as well. And and yes, you agree. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was just one more step right. towards mm. that. Just saying. Yeah. Like you haven't seen it, you know. I know. <laughs> he was like, wow, he just put her out there. I yeah. like that guy. He's funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny because I really did not like him in the first episode he was in, mm-hmm. but I love him now. I, I kind of do. I mean, the fact that he also looks like Orlando Bloom doesn't hurt. It doesn't. It really doesn't. No. Doesn't hurt at all. But no, but no. I do. I like his character now. I'm Because you're seeing different sides of him and he's... What happened to him, again, been through too too much and changing after mm-hmm. watching all of the people he was with get shot, you know, I think yeah. I think that may change his character. He's not just going to be such after a hard ass. After getting shot. And also getting, getting shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I like, I like the edge that he has because he, I think he sort of balances Carrie very well because she just blurts things randomly. Yeah. So does he. I was expecting him, like when they did the raid in Newark and it turned out to be the music kid, if it was really the guy, I was expecting him to kill to kill the S out of him. Yeah. Like yeah. it was it was going to be brutal. Yeah. He was going to love it. He was getting ready on the plane. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, oh, yeah. Take oh, yeah. his stuff off. No, all right, ready. everybody wait was... outside. Gun, gun. And right. then just shoot him eight times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so do we? <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I, he, had the, I, I, he had a look on. He was he like, Dude. "I'm gonna empty this whole clip. Yeah. I don't even care. I don't care at all." You got me on that one. Yeah. <laughs> he had that action star look in his face. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. oh my god! Auditioning for Taken Three. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> Expendables Three. Yeah. Totally. So, so shall we talk about a little bit about Brody and Carrie? Yeah. Let's talk. About Let's. It. Let's. Saucy. Yeah, as we saw in the previews for next week, mm. there's apparently a scene with the two of them in a hotel room. We couldn't see what was going on, right. but they're staying the night. But what else happens in hotel rooms? <gasps> <laughs> Fantastic. That's the best sound effect ever. That's really good. <laughs> um, but I think that uh, he he's definitely not happy with her. No. You know, uh, the whole Mike telling Jess thing he was so completely thrown by that you know Mm -hmm. she's not treating him well as an asset and then they have all this history on top of him to to, like um it was so funny when when she they showed up at the police station and Carrie was there and she says to Dana hi Dana I'm Carrie it's like I know who you are (laughs) you don't have to tell me your name he is so furious with her because she's just taking liberties with his life yeah like, you know, it's, I'm not just an asset. Yeah, I was going to do a terrible thing, but this is my life you are screwing with. Yeah. Mm. Of course, he was going to kill people. Right. Yeah. So he kind of well, lost that, that uh, leverage. It's Fine. like, screw, you're screwing with my life. Like, dude, you're a terrorist, bro. Yeah. You're going to blow up the vice president and... Who also a blew up other... a bunch of people, a bunch of children, and then lied about it. That's true. Moral relativism. It's totally true. Exactly. Homeland. But it is on interesting. On Sunday nights. It is interesting, though, how they how they have been treating assets. Because if you look at Eileen and the way Saul was with, with Eileen, he is just as emotionally, well, not just as emotionally attached, but emotionally attached just the way Carrie is with Brody. Mm. I mean, not nearly as much, but, Saul but still. Saul tired. Oh, poor Saul. Saul's tired. Yeah. Saul's is. tired of being tired. <laughs> Do you guys? That's I, why he's breaking down. Yeah, he's going through a lot. This guy. I'm surprised he hasn't had a stroke or I something. Know. That dig <laughs> that the the warden of the penitentiary I gave know. him, like with with you, the way you style yourself, you think you have such great, you know, you have jurisdiction here. Hold on, I have it. I have it down here. 
Really? Oh. He just has a nicely trimmed beard. I probably would have punched him it's, in the mouth and, yeah. then told him, and then told him I had the attorney general yeah. send him a letter. You're crazy <laughs> grooming. You're like, he's like, you have a beard. What's wrong with you? You think you have power because you have a beard? Yeah. Oh, snap! Oh, snap! <laughs> that warden was an ass, though. He was. He was. I loved his performance, though. I was like, this was dude's good. bringing it. He's bringing it right now. I think he is scum. It's three lines. He mm-hmm. totally did. And it's November. That's true. It's you know, not at that penitentiary. No, there, there are no small parts. Just no small suspect actors. grooming. Yeah, and he's definitely not a small actor. No. <laughs> he delivered because I was. Just I want like to slap Bethany. the hell out of. Well, that we guy. know that Bethany did, even yeah. though we have not seen the. We scene. haven't seen it. Yes, but I, haven't, I haven't seen it. So. Diane Johnston. I'm, 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 I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really excited to watch it when I get home. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I it, it, as a fan, it, it took me a lot not to like read the script and dissect it. Oh, I yeah. had to I had to stop myself and go, no, I'm just I'm gonna read it once. I'm gonna take what I can from it and do my work. <laughs> but as as a geek, I wanted to be like, Okay, so on page four <laughs> and like yeah. try to piece the series together. Because it, it shot I, you know, I shot in August. Yeah, so you didn't <laughs> oh, know wow. anything else that was going no, on in the season. So I, I literally just had to read it once and then put it away and, and not ask any <sighs> questions. Wow. You are stronger than I serious yeah. self control. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> I, uh, that honestly, that's incredibly impressive. Well, I would not have been able to. <laughs> I've been like someone on the sets. Give me a script. Give me the others. Come on, man. I'll just do me a solid. Yeah. Let's go for drinks. Yeah. yeah. I'm spilling. I all knew the... something really bad had just happened, but that was yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, mm, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm you not. You need a new car. Reading. My brother owns a dealership. Come on, I'll give yeah. you a hookup. <laughs> give me if these you like scripts. It, you can take it. If you don't, send it right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Yes. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about Jessica and Mrs. Walden. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Were you? Were yes. you? Totally beat you to it. Talk about Jessica. Well, he 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 can't wait to talk about Jessica. Oh, of course true. not. Yeah. I know. Well, since you love her, tell us some things. Well, tell us your thoughts. Well, here's the thing. I was going to bring up. What did you guys think about how Jessica was handling the situation with Dana? Like she actually. I was, was like standing yeah. up to Miss Walden. Like Miss Walden was like, uh, "Well, we're gonna handle it." Like, what do you mean you're gonna handle it? Like it's gonna be taken care of. Um, it's like, no, I gotta talk to Brody. Yeah, basically saying, <laughs> "No, bitch, you're not running this." Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's basically what she's it was a saying. strong lady. Yeah, she's yeah. not gonna be steamrolled by any right. politician's wife. No. And or I her gave husband. her. She got kudos for that. You I hear that, surprised. Bethany? Yeah. She is not going to be steamrolled. <laughs> I was impressed. I get it. No, I, I was impressed I, with Jessica. I do. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things, though, I it's a sort of an interesting dilemma. If your kid has done something like this and you want to protect the future of your kid and you know that the government or wh- or the, the cleaners or whatever they're doing will give money to this family and the family will be taken care of, do you go to the cops? Or do you say... We've done the right thing. We've done everything we can. The family will be taken care of. Protect your future. What do you do? The daughter wants to go to the cops. You go to the cops. You stand by your kid. You stand by your kid. I mean, granted, if Dana didn't want to go to the cops, then I'd have that moment of of questioning. But if Dana wants to go to the cops and she wants to deal with it up front, you stand by your kid. Point blank. Yeah. Well, I just just think it's interesting because I also think there would be – there's a school of thought that says – you're too young to realize how this is going to damage your future. I, I'm not saying it's the yeah. right thing. I'm just saying that that's... 
I feel bad because she doesn't have all the information. Yeah. Yeah. And it would it would just make the decision so much easier if she had all the information. Right. But you know, nobody has all the information in this series. So that's 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 why we watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we have all the information. Well I think I think it's important to I mean, she's smart enough and old enough to sit her to the to take her to the side and explain to her there are other situations going on that have nothing to do with this election that's above and beyond and more important than any political political race or agenda that have to do with matters of national security that sweetheart we can't explain to you obviously because there's I- I wish my parents said that to me when I was in trouble as a child. Listen, Bethany. Well, they already saw that she wanted to do the right thing. I know that you sold the license plate off those cars. We don't need to talk about that. Um, yes, we really do. But, <laughs> but it's a matter of national security. We just don't bring this up. Cool. Wouldn't you love that if your parents yeah. said that to you? Yes, actually. I think so. I mean, I would be very confused, but, but I'd but, be like, Okay, ball shot collar. That's yeah. that's on you. I mean, the, I want to know about the license Just place. as opposed yeah. to not going to the cops, not reporting it to the cops, because yeah. she's like hell bent on reporting this mm-hmm. and doing the right thing. Right. But they need to like she needs to be, be schooled. This is a good opportunity to school her, especially because of the position that they're in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's just not thinking that her dad's this piece of you know what. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what do you mean? What do you stand for? Like, so it's, I think it's important to explain it to her. Yeah. Well, also, it's interesting to note that Jess sort of did the right thing this week. And instead of thinking about, well, um, I want all this power and I want to be the vice president's wife, which she has shown in the past. Yeah. Um, this time she's like, no, we're going to the cops. Forget Point everything blank. else. Point blank. Yep. Staying by your kid. Yeah. So it was a it was a nice turn for Jessica, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Brody's gonna have to he's gonna have to tell her. He's gonna have to, oh, yeah. he's gonna have to break it down. It's like, look, this is up over everybody's head. Like she the carrier says, Look, you can do this, the deal is off. Yeah. So basically he it's not like a decision he's making. You know, if it was up to him, it, obviously he was taking her yeah. to the station. So yeah. he doesn't wanna he wants to stand by his daughter as well. His daughter has been yeah. His backbone throughout all of the situation. He does everything for her. She inspires him to be a better man and all this or whatever, right? But obviously, there's a situation that beyond national security, because actually at this point with this situation, I don't think Brody even gives a you-know-what about national security. He His family is in, in immediate imminent danger right, and yeah. he caring, cares about home-home, not homeland. He cares about home-home. Yeah. So, Here's a question. Yeah. Um, do you think that by the end of this season, Jessica will know that he's working with the CIA? Well, she knows he's working with the CIA. She right. just doesn't know why. But, right. like, will he have to tell her about the deal? I don't think he tells her everything because he's been really good with half-truths. Yeah. Um, I think he's, just like he said with, with Mike, he said I was responsible for part of it. He didn't say, yeah, I shot the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think he'll... Um? Oh, sorry. Tom. Yeah, yes. okay. Tom. Sorry. Right. No, it's okay. I yeah, was like, yeah. Who's Mike? Oh, yeah. I didn't oh, no. mean Mike. No, Mike that didn't would be... get shot yet. No, no. That is... <laughs> Mike is... That's, pre- that's in predictions. That's in predictions. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Tom. Mike but... didn't get shot yet. <laughs> yeah. It's no. so when he lays a paw on Jess again, then he gets shot. Then there may be some shooting. Mm. Um, yeah, so Tom. But I mean, I think also... Mm-hmm. Something interesting, though, I also think Brody um, has a tendency to focus on one 
one person rather than the greater good. Like yeah. he focused on Isa and he, now he's focusing on his daughter. And, you know, I don't think he thinks in terms of, of big things. I, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I don't think he tells her everything. Fair enough. I'm just I'm seeing this Don Draper sitting down with with Betty moment of, uh, you know, like him to, uh, put into the final corner. At some point, he's going to have to tell her it might not be this season. I'm just spitballing. Oh, oh, that's good. Well, you know, sort of interesting. Good stuff. Um, I mean, I think now that we've seen Jessica in the situation where something wrong has happened and she says we're absolutely going to the cops, I don't think he can tell her. Because if he does tell her, she may blab it. That's true. She blabbed the CIA thing to Mike. Yeah, she's got a strength all her own. Yeah, so oh. I don't think he can tell her. Before we go any further, go. I do want to mention, um, okay, guys, make buddy. sure you go. If you like the show, and we really hope you do, go to iTunes and subscribe and rate us very nicely, please. And leave us comments because we do actually read all of them. And just so you know, um, we also have a blog, After Blog, um, for a number of different shows. So check that out on AfterBuzzTV.com. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I think there's about 10 blogs running right now. Yeah, and those are all up and running. They're really, really great, really insightful. And Homeland's one of them, I believe. Yes. Yes. They got Homeland. They got Doctor Who. I think they have Castle as well. Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Mm -hmm. Love that show. Which you are on that After Buzz show. Yes, I am. The After Buzz show, not the actual show. (laughs) Not yet. I'm I'm working on it. Not yet. Yeah. Bethany Jaber. Give it a week. (laughs) Give it a week. week. (laughs) She's like, wait, my phone's ringing right now. Hold on. It's my agent. (laughs) I'm blowing up. I'm blowing up. It's my team. Great. It's my team. Well, maybe we should, because I do want to sort of think about what's what's coming up, because I know we, in the beginning of the season, we were sort of speculating that um, this would be the last season for Brody. Hmm. What do you guys think about that? Wow. I I think he's, well, personally, I think there's no show without Brody. I, I, I'm sure they could pull it off without mm. him, but it, there's at least another season in him. I think that he's in a really tight bind. It may just come to pass. I'm going to throw this out there. What if Abu Nazir gets uh, gets killed and then somebody else takes over this whole operation? Ooh. Yeah. You know, so he's still in play as vice president with all of this covered up stuff that is, you know, very, very, like, volatile, but he's not necessarily tied directly into terrorism anymore. Right. And also, we haven't got... I mean, we haven't started the campaign, technically. Yeah. I mean, they haven't even declared him. Right, there's so much time. Yeah, so that would be interesting. I have a question for you all. At some point, is he going to do the walk of shame? Brody. Hmm. Hmm. You mean like after having confessed? After having confessed, the tape's out, all of this stuff is up, he's in a jail cell, like is he is he going to have to do the walk of shame? It's one of two ways that this series is gonna end. He's either gonna die or he's going to have to he's gonna have to say speak up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose an interesting ending would have him um die to save yeah. a large group of people rather than then Mike could end yeah. up with Jessica. Yeah, because I don't see how they really... Or you could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hold on. Yeah. You gotta talk to your agent so I can get on the show. And- yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jessica's new love exactly. interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think they can't... Can they really have him go back to a normal life? I don't think they can. No, no. he'll never have a normal life again. No. I honestly think he, he will have to do the walk of shame. I don't think that he will get killed before that happens. He's at least going to attempt. I almost feel like it's cathartic for the audience that he it does. Really is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's important. 
Yeah. yeah. I also would like to see, I don't know about you guys, but I would like to see him in contact with Abu Nazir again. I would like to see that play out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that would be because, I mean, I, that was such a compelling thing to watch last season, mm-hmm. watching the two of them together and how he totally manipulated Brody with his son. And I, I, I want to see what happens because I think that would be a moment where you'd see who Brody really is. Absolutely. Unless he's wearing a wire, of course. But, I mean, it really would be interesting to see if he's like, you know, I, I believe in this, or he's like, look what you've done to my life. So what do you guys think he would say? I think look what you've done to my life pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful question. I think that's what we've been, as the audience, really curious about. Who are you? Who are you really? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, what we talked about... Um, in two episodes ago when they were having the confrontation in the interrogation room mm-hmm. was that um you know we still don't know if Brody was playing her or not even right. as he's breaking down is he breaking down and playing her is he just breaking down did he come back when she put her hand on his and i mean because that's sort of the that's sort of a theme that's been going a motif that's, it ha- it's a motif indeed yes. indeed thank you yes. thank you but yeah i mean i think it's we really don't know and I think like with Carrie she's a little more transparent you can see when she's playing you can see when she's really hurt and what she really thinks you don't see it with Brody at all yeah that's why that's why they have a beautiful dynamic yeah that's awesome and yeah it's gonna get more beautiful next week oh <laughs> uh, beautiful in, in the hotel room or other places. <laughs> hey, they're not just confined <laughs> to hotel rooms. They can have sex anywhere is what you're saying? It's showtime. They can do it. <laughs> showtime. Showtime, showtime, baby. Showtime. Showtime. <laughs> well, it would be interesting. Cause it, well, all right. Last week, we also said with Roya, we didn't know if he really had tipped her off or not. Because mm-hmm. there were those moments where they said, oh, is there no sound? Oh, they're not saying anything. But there might have been some sort of communication. I was thinking about that this past week. And I don't know. Because they just they just met, you know, a few episodes ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that they have a silent communication or like ha- sign language or something. No, they don't trust in e- each other yeah. enough for that. Yeah. So because I know last week I know we were all thinking that it was that he did tip her off in some way, but I don't think so. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he did either. I don't think he tipped her. Yeah. No, I think that was a separate thing. Yeah. But- they're they're they are going to collide in the next three episodes. Where there's a it's a twelve episode season. We're yep. on episode seven. Five episodes left. <gasps> We're gonna have some semblance of what the big plot is going to be um, four ep- four weeks from now. Yeah, right before the finale. Um, so there's still plenty of time for the CIA and Roya and Jess and this whole car thing and just carry 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 to collide with Brody. And some crazy stuff's going to happen. So do you guys think the attack happens? Yes. Yeah. It has to happen this year. Last year, it was aborted. This year, you've got to upend the status quo. Yeah. I think think something's going to blow up. Someone's going to die. Well, if the attack happens, then Brody's not really an asset, is it? Well, it depends if there's another attack or the attack happens partially or... Yeah. You know, I mean, to what degree? Right. I mean, look, what they did with 24 is they kept escalating what would I mean, there was a nuclear explosion in California, which is a little creepy. But but I mean, they they did have (laughs) things happen and there were still escalating. What? It was was creepy. I don't want to know. That's why I was knocking on wood right now. Yeah. Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Of course, the thought is 
just just someplace else. But then that, <laughs> there, there, there's the whole like moral issue. Really, yeah. really someplace else. That's what we maybe want to no happen. explosions. Just maybe not here. Yeah, right. Maybe that's what they're discussing at Harvard right now. What nuke in Cali or somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to just like sneak into a class and be like I could just sneak into any just ethics class but I know is that, that ethical? I know that <laughs> there, there is like particularly famous yeah it. it's not it's not quite ethical to steal an ethics class is it no. yeah. but, but that, that, that is the irony but that's ask the beauty but, but, in it if I were to steal the ethics class and I used it to make someone's life better was it not worth it <laughs> These are the questions, Harvard. These are the questions. These are the questions. These are the questions. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I think that we uh, we should do some more predictions. If there are, are any others, what do you guys think? Anything else that you want to predict? Um, I say Mike discovers uh, another nugget of information in the next two episodes. Mm. Okay. And he totally he, he totally screws everything up. Ooh. I think he he's not done. Ooh. He's not done. Okay. That is anything from you? I I don't really have a prediction. I, I'm really at the point of what happens next. I really feel like the. I really feel like where are they, where are they going to go? Like you know, some episodes I'm like, okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is. I feel like right now it's kind of like where are we going? world's wide open. Yeah, yeah, where are we going from here? Sorry, I got one more thing. I just had a moment of cognition a uh-huh. second ago. All right. Okay. Um. Dana goes to Mike because he's the other father figure in her life when when Brody lets her down and then that's how it's going to upend everything. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Lieberman. That's good. What's up top? Let's do that that's right now. Really that's really good. good. Thank you. That I like it. That was in the nice. next two next two episodes called it. Okay. Hmm. What do we have to give you if you're right? Um, a lap dance. Wait, what? <laughs> Well, he I just offered to give him no, the camera. I got the camera. Okay. Yes. All right. I got the camera. <laughs> and, just... and, and, no, no, no. You just offered me a lap dance. You did. You did, Thaddeus. I, no, I know. You said, what do we have to give you? And I said a lap dance. Uh, that was you your guys. suggestion. So that's all yeah. you. Here, I want, I want your <laughs> Whatever. Script, you guys know what I mean. shooting script. That's what I want. It, it has my name on it. I'm, oh. not, I'm not allowed to give it out, okay. or I would, or I'd, I'd get in trouble. Not going to get you in trouble. Yeah, sorry. What if, what if I accidentally took it out of the house and changed my name to yours? That wouldn't be weird at all. The, the, the watermark? Right. Yeah. Sure. It's totally fine. Okay, guys. Well, make sure, again, you go subscribe, and uh, let's tell everyone where they can find us. You can find me on Twitter at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. You can also find me on Twitter uh, at Matt Lieberman, L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. I also have an online sketch comedy series called Viewers Like You. You can check that out at VLYTV.com. It's awesome, by the way. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. You can find my show with Stan Lee on YouTube.com slash World of Heroes. And you can find all my writing, including something about this show on Fanhattan.com. I, I, mine's really simple. It's at Bethany with an IE on Twitter. Yeah. Like, that's it. Just <laughs> at Bethany with an IE. You can also or, find her on television. Yeah. On Homeland. Uh-huh. Yes. Season 2, Episode 7. Yeah. And you can, I, I have a blog, Literary Girls at Tumblr. Uh, Tumblr. So it, it's fun. We're literary actually girls literal girl, Literary Girls Gone Wild. Cool. But it's the, the Tumblr blog is Literary Girls. Right. And awesome. we podcast about books. And Boardwalk Sweet. Empire. Yeah. And Boardwalk, duh. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire. Yes. All right. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for watching, and we will see you next week. 
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 